You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Rest and delight is the title of this devotion. Delight yourself. Rest. Come and rest for a while. Jesus would take his disciples apart and encourage them to come to rest and not allow the stress of life to overtake them. We have a capacity, even with grace, to bear so much, but we have need of rest. And not resting as in the absence of any activity, but resting as in abiding in the presence and goodness of the Lord. And the Lord wants you to know that while in the Old Testament, that place of rest was in the tabernacle, where the, pla- where the tabernacle of the Lord rested and His presence would come through the priests to the people. And the people would know that the Lord blessed them where they were living in their tents. Today, I'm so grateful that God has come to dwell within us by His Spirit and that the resting place of His tabernacle, of His presence is in us. And it says here in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16, And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God, as God has said. I will dwell in them. I will walk among them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. You are the temple of the living God. You see, in Genesis chapter oh, 2, if I could go there for just a second, in Genesis chapter 2, verse 1, 2 and 3, Thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, made it holy, because in it he rested from all his work, which God had created and made. In the whole 50 chapters of Genesis, this is the only place that God speaks about His holiness. His holiness is the place where He rests because only God is holy. Where God rests, makes His abode, settles down, is what is holy because He is holy. And God is wanting to find His dwelling place in you and me. Again, it says here, you are the temple of the living God. As as God has said, I will dwell in them. This is the marvel of what we are now able to have through Jesus, that God makes his abode in us. Here in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, Jesus says in verse 20, I... Verse 19 says, You will see me because I live, you will live also. At that day, 
you will know that I am in my Father, you in me, and I in you. Verse 23, then Jesus goes on to say, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. We will come and make our home. We, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Look what it says here in Colossians chapter 2. I'm just going to read you a few verses and then we'll talk some more. Colossians 2 verse 9 and 10. For in him that's in Christ dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. I love the way it says it here in the Amplified in chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. For in him, in Christ, the whole fullness of the deity, the Godhead, continues to dwell in bodily form, giving complete expression of the divine nature. If you ever want to explain to somebody what is the Trinity, the word Trinity itself, that word is not in the Bible, but it simply means three in one. This verse right here, Colossians 2 verse 9, perfectly describes the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, perfectly one in the body of Jesus Christ. That is, in, in a nutshell, what the Trinity means. And then he says, listen to this. Now you, you and me, are in Christ, made full, having come to fullness of life in Christ. You too are filled with the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and reach full spiritual stature. Come, my dear friends, have faith. Have faith to enter into the fullness to which you were predestined. Have faith for the fullness of what God planned for you to begin to manifest itself in your life. Enter into this rest of the indwelling presence of the Father and the delight of knowing Him, the delight of His presence. Oh my goodness, David says in Psalm 16 verse 11, in your presence is fullness of joy and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. There is such incredible fullness of pleasure, of joy to live in that constant knowing of the indwelling presence of the Father. You may ask yourself, how can I ever get there? I don't know this. I don't have this. And that's why I'm talking to you about it. So you can come to know it. And you may know that you can have this. It says here in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17, Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints well, there's the width and length, depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge and may be filled with the fullness of God. It is through Jesus that we enter into this incredible, wonderful rest and delight of knowing the indwelling presence of the living God. He says again, 
that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. The Amplified would say, until you become a body wholly filled and flooded with God Himself and may have the richest measure of the divine presence. Oh, I plead with you, don't, don't just settle in complacency and indifference, indifference, but keep pressing on, as Paul would say in, Gal- in Philippians 3, Press on to lay a hold of all that for which Jesus took a hold of you. Jesus took a hold of you to conform you to Himself, to transform you into His likeness by His indwelling life. And He who started this good work, He will not fail to perfect it, to complete it, and bring you into fullness. So come on, believe God. This is a new day. I'm going to rise to new heights. I'm going to come into a new place. Most of our struggles in life have their origin in the lack of this. And I'm not saying that if you have this that you won't have any struggles, but there is such an incredible grace that comes along with living in that conscious knowing of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit in you that you rise above those challenges. You have confidence to face them. You have the spirit of the Son of God to overcome or be more than a conqueror, as it would say in Romans 8, 31. Oh, I love these thoughts, friends. And listen to this here. Psalm 37 is a, is a psalm that the Holy Spirit has brought around in Virginia, my life, right from the beginning from before we were married to 1983, it has always been a scripture that's been close to our household, to our family. And I want to share it with you because I believe that for most of you, this is a scripture dear to your heart, but it really applies when it comes to being in this place of rest and delight. Rest and delight. Delight means you're happy. You're so radiant with happiness in your soul because the Lord, because the Lord is on your side, because the Lord is with you, because the Lord is in you, because the Lord is the light of my life. Whom shall I fear? Of whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is my strength, my song, and my salvation. Oh, you have this delight, this this wonderful calming rest about your nature because of the presence of the Lord. And here, He says in Psalm 37, do not fret. In other words, don't be anxious because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. In other words, don't look at people that are corrupt in their nature and think that they're more blessed or fortunate than you. Don't don't even think that. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. But you and me, What sets us apart from such nature and character is that we trust in the Lord. Christ make his home in you by faith, by you trusting. Thank you, Lord, that you purchased me with your precious blood, that you've sprinkled my heart from an evil conscience, that you've given me a true heart, a new heart, a heart free from consciousness of evil. And you've given me true faith, sincere faith, so that I may enjoy by faith your indwelling presence. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. 
Thank you, Lord, for never leaving me or forsaking me, for being with me and in me always. You see, that's trusting, delighting yourself in the Lord, resting in Him, surrendering your all unto Him. And He says, trust in the Lord, do good. Find any opportunity to do good. Dwell in the land and feed on God's faithfulness. Come on. We used to always sing it in church. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. Morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have need of thine hand has provided. Great is your faithfulness, Lord God, to me. Oh, what a beautiful hymn that is. It's so worth singing it and singing it. And it comes from Lamentations chapter 3, verse 21 through 26, this beautiful song. I want to encourage you, feed on his faithfulness. Oh, you know that word faithfulness is the word loving kindness or steadfast love or unfailing love. That's what that means. We used to sing that. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning, new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness, O God. Great is thy faithfulness. They are new every morning. Meditate, feed is what I'm trying to show you. Feed on his faithfulness. Let it satisfy you. Let it delight you. Let it become attractive to you and entertaining and satisfying. Oh, I tell you, it's always there and it's always available. It's never failing or fading. It cannot disappear. It's eternal. It's everlasting. Feed on his faithfulness. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Don't allow the desires of your heart to harass you or press you or worry you or, or stress you out or fret you or f- frustrate you or irritate you. Come on, shield yourself against such feelings of frustration or irritation when the desires of your heart are not satisfied. Delight yourself in the Lord. Delight yourself in the Lord. He, He Himself will cause you to rest in Him, be satisfied in Him, be complete in Him, be lacking nothing, be wanting nothing. When I was going through a bit of digging time as the Holy Spirit was yearning in me for God's will in my life and the Spirit of the Lord was digging deeper in me and removing what was too much of the world and self in the flesh. And the Holy Spirit, I could feel, was digging out the well, was digging out the well. The scripture from Psalm 91 verse 1 just kept coming to my heart. He who dwells, he who abides in the secret place of the Most High, Shall he who, who dwells in the secret place most shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That verse from Psalm 91 verse 1 kept coming to me. Shall abide under the shadows 
shall stay stable and steady in his in the shadow of the Almighty. What is the Almighty? The all-sufficient one, El Shaddai. Read it in Genesis 17, verse 1, where God says to Abraham, I am Almighty God, El Shaddai, all-sufficient, capable of being all that you need. Walk before me and be blameless. I'm going to talk to you about this over the next couple of days. And I want to encourage you, delight yourself in the Lord. So much so until He brings you into the calming rest of His indwelling presence, in the consciousness of that calming rest of His indwelling presence, until He becomes so delightful to you that you inside say, Oh God, oh my Father, <clears throat> your love is better for me than life itself. Oh, your mercies are new to me every morning. Oh, my Father, I worship you for your goodness and mercy. They will follow me all the days of my life, and my delight is to be in your house forever. Oh, Father, I thank you for withholding no good thing. I trust you for meeting all my need far over and above what I could dare ask, hope, or pray. Father, you know what I have need of. You are my delight. I seek your kingdom first and right, and you just are praying and worshiping and praying and worshiping. One of the best prayers to pray is to pray the scriptures. And the Holy Spirit begins to open up the fountain of the spirit of life inside of you and it begins to spring up, spring up, oh well. Read Isaiah chapter 12, spring up, oh well. Oh, you hear the, the spirit yearnings come up in you for the kingdom of heaven on earth and you begin to become so full of the rest and the light of His indwelling presence that you say, it's okay, Father. It's okay, Father. If I never have what I ask for, it's okay. You are more than enough for me. And it's amazing. When God is more than enough, all these things shall be added unto you, Jesus said. Now, come on. Let's enter into that rest and the light of His indwelling life and abide there, become steady in His sufficiency, become stable in His sufficiency, begin to keep thinking it, saying it, praying it. You are more than enough for me. Your grace is sufficient. I lack nothing, want nothing. I'm satisfied in you. I'm complete in you. I'm at rest in you. And these things shall be added unto you. That's what Jesus showed us in Matthew 6, 31 through 33 that if we seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, all these things, the earthly, enjoyable things in life, will be added to you. God will never fail to do it for you. He won't. Amen? Have a good day.